Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sir Neg. I have a very special episode that I've been cooking up for quite a while here, and I'll get into all those details in just a few minutes. But I want to remind everyone, so at the heart of what I do on a daily basis is work with people. And how people work fascinates me. I am a talent acquisition manager at Snappy Crack, and that's my full-time job. A lot of you know me through the Leadership Academy and the work I've done with student-athletes, especially on the podcast platforms that I've been a part of. But I'm super interested in connecting with people, communicating with people, how to do it most effectively, how to do it most impactfully. And there is someone who I admire a lot and someone who I've listened to over the years. And I started thinking to myself, I said, okay, this person is really good at what they do. Super engaging, very professional, but also makes you feel like you're part of the conversation. And I said, they've been able to build an audience. And as a result, they've been able to build a career doing something that they love. So I started asking myself, what can I learn from this person? And over the course of the past couple months, I have started dissecting episode after, after episode, interview after interview, anything I could find on this individual. This person name, this person's name, excuse me, is Taylor Rooks. Taylor is a reporter journalist. She is most known for her work currently at Bleacher Report. She also works for Turner Sports, does a lot of reporting for the NBA, and recently just got assigned to Amazon's Thursday Night Football, where she'll doing, be doing coverage for that as well. Taylor is, in my opinion, the GOAT of interviewing these days. She's so good at it. Every single time one of her podcast episodes comes out, it's the first thing I listen to. A lot of times I get to listen just for joy. But like I said, over the course of the past couple months, I've really been taking a, a deeper listen um, into her episodes and into other interviews that I could find on YouTube and so on. Because I really wanted to understand what makes Taylor so good. Why do all of these amazing professional athletes talk to her when I haven't really heard many of these athletes talk to anyone else at, um, you know, at any point in their career. And so it almost seems like Taylor's ability to build an exclusive relationship with these athletes where they feel valued and they feel respected by her allows her to even get the time with these people in the first place. And then you hear the interviews and you hear the stuff that they talk about in these interviews and you're just, you're wowed by it. At least I am. I think it's amazing. And so I wanted to, take what she does and try to break it down for people. If you also do interviews for a living, if you're in talent acquisition, if you podcast for a living, um, if you just want to be a better communicator, I think there's a lot of really great communication lessons that you can derive from Taylor's interviews and the way she goes about them. So I put together a lot of information. There's also going to be an associated thread on Twitter. Follow me there at CJ Cernig. I post about a lot of things there, but um, this this will be there associated with this podcast. And so let's start with a little context. In my opinion, most interviews, they're dry. 
they're choppy, and they're full of chatter without any substance. In my role as a talent acquisition manager, we really get at the heart of that in our workflow and how we've built it. So we're trying to make sure that our candidates feel valued during their interview experience, but we're also doing the very best that we can to make sure that we're actually getting information that can help us in the recruiting process. And I think that's missing from, especially from the podcast platform where access to being able to put out an episode is low and pretty easy. The substance of episodes is missing. Taylor Rooks, I feel like, gets thoughtful. She's informative. And she gets engaging responses from her guests. So how do you become an interviewing queen like Rooks? Here's some takeaways. And again, these are on the thread on Twitter. Twitter's only, you know, whatever it is, 280 characters these days. I'm going to go into a little bit more detail here on this podcast episode to provide a little bit more context from my point of view. But if you want the short version, again, head back to Twitter. So I think personally that Rook's greatest skill is that she asks great questions. <laughs> Seems like a super simple concept, right? <laughs> um, but I think people are afraid sometimes to ask great questions because um, they think they need to trick people or they need to be super complex. Um, but great questions are most of the time super simple in context and very direct and to the point. So for example, one of the questions that Rooks asked on an episode of her podcast was, are you the most confident person in the NBA? Another question she asked, in that moment when you overdosed, did you think that was it? What was your thought? Another question, do you feel like there were doubts about your game when you were stuck at one championship? All these questions came from different episodes, different contexts. But if you just break them down individually, they make sense. And as a result, the person who's receiving the question is able to respond in a thoughtful way. That's what I mean when I say sometimes we ask questions that are a little bit too complex. And when you ask really complex questions, especially on the spot, if you haven't prepped the person, it, it's hard for them to in the moment, come up with something that's really thoughtful. We're only human. I mean, even the best speakers out there, the Barack Obamas in the world, they're going to be better served. If you are interviewing Barack Obama, you're going to be better served by asking very direct, very simple questions. Those are great questions. They're going to get you information. Rooks does a great job of this throughout all of her interviews. One of the reasons she can ask great questions is because she does her research. I am a huge proponent, this is not new to anyone who's been following me, of preparation. I believe in the lucky ball concept. I don't know if I coined that, if I borrowed that from somebody, but it's essentially what John Wooden used to say, that you get more lucky bounces the more prepared you are. It's the same thing with questions. You ask better questions if you do your research before speaking with somebody. You may not know that person. You may not be friends with that person, but especially if there's somebody who is popular, there's somebody who is high up in an organization, you can usually find some public information. And if you don't, 
reach out to them beforehand, ask them if they can give you a little bit of a primer, like give you some background, some information. I don't know really why you wouldn't have any information on a guest or someone that you wanted to talk to beforehand. Um, you know, why, why would you want to talk to somebody if you didn't really know anything about them? But in that case, you know, reach out to them. Uh, you can also ask friends. Um, you can utilize social media. Rooks does all of this in her episode. She'll she'll make note of it. She'll say, hey, I was talking to so-and-so or, hey, I was looking through this interview on YouTube and I was reading this tweet on Twitter. And that's how she gets her questions. She does her research. She comes in prepared and she's able to ask really great questions. Um, I also made note here that, uh, like I said, she'll listen to other interviews conducted by her guests and you know, I think this allows her to ask the really nuanced questions too. There's a difference between nuanced and complex, right? And so nuance is like, all right, I know you a little bit deeper. Complex is getting too confusing with a question. So stay away from the complex, but nuance, I think is a good thing that Taylor does in a lot of her interviews. Um, and and I think like the the biggest thing that comes out of being prepared is Rooks like really has a lot of fun <laughs> on her podcast. She laughs all the time. It's great. Like I laugh with her. I feel like I'm laughing with the guests too. Like it, it's just, it's just so nice. And, and that's what I, I was saying earlier. Like interviews can be dry, nothing dry about what Rooks does with her interviews. So having fun though, I think is, is a component of being prepared. I don't know that she'd be as confident if she wasn't prepared and if you're not as confident, it's hard to have fun, right? Another really important aspect, Rooks understands the game. I'm talking about all the games that she covers, right? Basketball, football. She knows these games intricately and she understands those nuances. And so she can have deep conversations about them in ways that People who either don't take the time to learn or don't care to learn can't do it. Like, I'll go back to Barack Obama. If I wanted Barack Obama on my podcast and, and for some crazy reason he said yes, and I didn't know anything about what he did as, let's say, president of the United States, and I didn't know anything about what the president of the United States does and what they're supposed to do, I don't know how great that interview is going to be, even though it's Barack Obama, right? <laughs> like he can only make up for so much. The person who's conducting the interview, they really have a responsibility um, in, in owning what what it is when I talked about earlier in that workflow that we build at Snappy Kraken. So we go into interviews and we know we're going to get information. We're not hoping we get information by asking the right questions and just having a good day. We come prepared with a scorecard. It, it's not um, super robotic, but it's at least a guide because we're all humans, right? We're going to forget things. Um, you know, Rooks having a deep understanding of the game. I think that's that's a huge point in why she's so successful. Um, she also does a terrific job of asking clarification questions. And through her, Taylor, if you ever listen to this, I just want to say this is probably the biggest thing I have learned to do like in my day-to-day -day, is ask more clarification, more clarifying type questions. And that's because of you. So <laughs> thank you for that. Out of all these lessons, I think that's the biggest one I personally uh, have taken away from this. 
And when you couple the clarification, the clarifying questions with the understanding of the game, that's what makes Taylor Rooks an expert worth speaking to. That's why all these these athletes, they, they want to open up to her because they know she's a trusted ally and asset to them. And, and I just, I don't, you can't understate the value in that. I mentioned earlier that Taylor Rooks also makes the listener feel like they're in the room with her. Um, she has a very conversational tone throughout her interviews. It was just what I was talking about a couple moments ago. They're not strictly scripted, and so that allows for some fluidity that otherwise you wouldn't have. And again, that's going to go back to the preparation piece, right? So like all of these things tie in together, and they almost have like a domino effect, right? And so I hope you're starting to see like how these building blocks are adding up to Taylor Rooks being the GOAT. I also think that, and I wrote this in the Twitter thread, that her human touch allows the guests to open up a little bit more. Um, they can be a little bit more vulnerable. And as a result, that just means better content, right? We don't want things that are, or at least I don't, I, I don't want things that aren't deep. I want I want to get to to know somebody. I want to understand a concept more. I want to take things away. And I don't know if you can do that when you're just scratching the surface level, whether it's with an individual, an idea, a concept. Um, I think being able to, to get deeper is more effective. Some additional strengths from Taylor's interview style include asking open-ended questions, asking interviewers, interviewees, excuse me, to think critically, drawing insights from her resources, and building off of dialogue within the conversations. So I'll break down each of these. Asking open-ended questions. This is probably the number one thing that I have to coach on new hiring managers, new people who are interviewing for the first time. You don't want to ask a yes or no question, <laughs> um, especially in an interview, like for a job, uh, but you know, even in a podcast interview, or a television interview, whatever it is, you don't want to ask somebody a yes or no question because they might just answer it yes or no. And then you have to try to think of a way to follow up. What you want to do is like ask a question around like, tell me an example of a time, yada, 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 and make it open-ended so that they can respond in a way that is like, um, did, did you enjoy the game? Yes or no? Like, you're not even saying yes or no. You can just say, did you enjoy the game? That's a yes or no response in most cases. It's not really an effective question. That's not a great question, right? Taylor Brooks would never ask something like that. Asking interviewees to think critically. Uh, sometimes she'll come out and just say that. She'll be like, hey, I'm going to ask you to dig deep a little bit here. I'm going to ask you to think a little bit critically. Um, she'll sometimes do it a little bit more subtly where uh, she'll she'll take a, a moment like I, I showed you or I talked about that question um, where uh, she was talking about uh, I, um, there were when you overdosed uh, what what did you think about it what was your thought um, you know take a, a really personal deep moment uh, and ask them to reflect on it you know and, and she's good at like giving that space right in that moment for that person to think and for them to clear up their thoughts and everything like I think she's really good at that 
um, drawing insight from her resources. We talked about this earlier, whether it's social media, whether it's peers of the person she's talking to, interviews that they've done pri uh, prior to talking with her, preparation. That's probably the biggest takeaway of everything so far, right? Preparation is so important. Um, and then building off a dialogue within the conversations. And I think this is something that doesn't happen unless you get reps. And I remember when I started my podcast, and at that point, I had been in talent acquisition for four or five years. And so I had conducted hundreds, if not thousands of interviews by that point. And starting from interview one, through the first 150 episodes I did of Dynamic Leaders and then the subsequent podcast episodes, the number one compliment that I always got was, you do a really good job at facilitating. You ask really great questions, all those type of things. I'm not saying I'm Taylor Rooks, but what I am saying is I had reps. <laughs> I had confidence built up that I could listen to a response from an individual I could pick up on a key phrase or an item or whatever they're talking about, and I could build off of that. I could ask clarifying questions. I could ask follow-up questions. I could deepen the conversation and take it in a direction that neither one of us knew it was going to go just because of something someone said. A lot of times people hear the response, they have their scripted questions, and they, instead of asking a, a follow-up or asking a deeper question, they just move on to the next question. And I'm often left wondering, like, why didn't you ask them this? Why didn't you ask them that? You know, in, in my own mind. Um, and and so I think that is something that Rooks does incredibly well. Um, she can build off that dialogue within the conversations and do it in a way where, like, you, you don't even know. Like, sometimes they're just they're, – they could, like, bounce back and forth between things. The segues are great. The transitions are awesome. Like – it's just a nice flow. And, um, you know, again, I think that just speaks to the overall quality of the work that Taylor Rooks does. All of these qualities, that's what equals up to Taylor Rooks being the goat of interviewing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know that there are many people out there who do it, like I said, as well as she does. Um, and if there are, shout them, shout them out. I'd love to learn from them. But this episode was specifically for Taylor, her style, her way of doing things. It's not going to be for everybody. There are things that Taylor does that I'm never going to probably pick up on in my career, whether that's talent acquisition, whether that's podcasting. But there is so much that just by listening to the dozens of interviews out there that I've already learned and I've already started to implement in my own practices, I know it's going to make me more effective and make me better. And Taylor, if you are listening to this, this is your invitation. I would love to have you on the podcast. I would love for you to be able to talk to us in more detail about how you got to where you are in your career. I know what a hard worker you are. I know um, how incredible the work that you do is. Um, and, and I do want to, um, hopefully in my own small way, be able to share that with people. So uh, Taylor, don't hesitate to reach out. But for all the other listeners, I do hope that the thread in Twitter and this associated ep episode, take this as a launching pad. This is just a start, right? There's a lot of really great points that I talked about. You can take individual ones and build them up from there. 
you can reach out to me. We can talk about it more. But I do hope that this is helpful for everyone involved. If you want to ask better questions, if you want to be a better communicator, if you want to conduct better interviews, look more into Taylor Rooks and her work. You won't be disappointed. This has been a production of Cernig. Thank you for taking the time to listen. You can put a cherry on top and enjoy the ice cream. This episode is over.